Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, many of you know that today is Tuesday, and on Tuesday is when we do the show entitled From the Pulpit to the Couch. Now, I try to be timely, decent, in order, get things taken care of, and it it seems like I be procrastinating. I just be taking my little sweet time to do things, and I do really need to do better because I be working and trying to do the show and putting the on at the same time, so I need to send out a text message, and then I need to contact T to see if she is available for today. Because I don't even know. So hopefully she is. So let me send her a text. But again, I want to thank Heavenly Father for blessing me, waking me up this morning, and giving me the activities of my limbs. I want to say I do feel better. My health is improving. So that's a good thing. And I've been losing weight because I get to eat like I used to because I got to eat a bowl of oatmeal today. So yesterday was fruit. Today is oatmeal. So let me text her, and then I'm going to get started with the show. Are you available today? Okay. Now, today's topic, I always say, is an interesting topic, which they are. Today's topic is your foolishness has to Now, we talk about foolishness and foolish people. That's what's going to make this show very interesting and trying to know the difference. Now, I tell individuals, I am not a buyer, don't claim to be, but I'm knowledgeable and wise and a lot of different. But there was a time in my life when my grandmother used to tell me, Jeanette, you need to stop with all that foolishness. And when she would tell me that, I really did not know what she meant by that. And individuals, as they are entering this journey or their walk and being Christ-like, sometimes we see individuals doing things, we hear certain things, and I'll be like, does they really just say that? Are they aware of that? And sometimes, you know, we got comedians out there and make individuals laugh, and a lot of individuals, including myself, is we're very notorious for that. By that same token, what does the Bible say when it comes to being foolish, or what do they mean by that? Because as I was putting the show together, I just want to call Tammy and add, tell Tammy to call in. I see you. So <laughs> um, when it comes to foolish, it's like what do that really mean, or what do, are they talking about when it comes to things uh, in regards to of that nature. So like I said, I'm trying to multitask all at the same time. If you want to call in on the show and you want to join me as it relates to this topic, please give me a call at 387-1914 because I do not like talking to myself. And I want to hear from you guys in regards to what is your take on being foolish, and it seems like I need to be working because it's ringing off the hook with clients needing and wanting some assistance, but they got to give me a break, give me a break. So when we talk about foolishness, 
I want to share with you information because today's show is basically designed for and not as well as non-believers. Because I want to discuss what the Bible says about English. I also want to discuss how to avoid foolish individuals. And not only how to avoid foolish individuals, how to acknowledge when a person is being foolish or the foolishness that they are exhibiting. When we talk about that, we talk about even identifying or how to identify a foolish individual. Foolish individuals are what they consider to be self-involved, overly realistic regarding their own views, and unable to see their own So even on Facebook, people be posting stuff and they just be like, wow, where does that come from? Or why did they say that? Now, when we start talking about that, most of them will assume, and we know it's not good to assume, that they already know all that needs to be known. And foolish can be apathetic, indifferent to other ethical groups. Now, like I said earlier, we all have acted at some times. And April the 1st is April Fool's Day. And many individuals will be trying to people. Many individuals will be pranking individuals. And we will laugh. But some individuals may not think that some of that stuff is funny. Now, there's a difference between making a mistake and living opposed to Jesus. And I spoke earlier of Proverbs and how Proverbs provides us a great deal of information as it relates to being foolish. So we also consider foolishness as a lack of good sense. Like I said, why in the world would a person do something like that? So let's get started with some of the information that I found as we're talking about in regards to how to stop being foolish, as well as I start with, like I said, just the mere definition of being foolish and a fool. Because a lot of times individuals may not even realize that they're doing such things or behaving in, in such a way. Now, in regards to, like I said, the definition, and even as an act of foolish, they describe it as, a person or action lacking good sense or judgment, it was unwise, meaning what that person did was just not wise. Now, we call foolish individuals all kind of names. And I'm not saying that these names are nice names because in most cases, they're derogatory names. And we should not call individuals out of their names. So this is not a show that's going to be designed to berate or degrade anyone. But it is, uh, she said, I'm in North Carolina right now. You can still call in, Miss Tammy. So by that same, like I said, to berate or call individuals' names, but when we start talking about just the behavior, now the behavior, if someone, <laughs> she said, Tammy said, that's a good thing, and you know i got something to say, laugh out loud. I'm going to call, well, she needs to call in and say, so still call in, no matter where you at, still call in. 
I'm trying to send her a topic because I know she got something to say. Okay, so I just sent this message. And like I said, if you want to join in on the conversation, it's all about having fun, but educating individuals. And we can share in regards to this platform where individuals can either learn something. She's about, I'm going to ride. She can still call in in the restaurant. Okay, so let's get back to the topic because now I know what we're texting Tammy. Because she was supposed to, I didn't say she was supposed to. I knew she was out of town. I did want her assistance in regards to this. Now, again, talking about foolish behavior, if someone's behavior or action is foolish, it's not sensible and shows lack of judgment, and it could be considered foolish. And the foolishness, or to be foolish, is to raise hopes unnecessarily. Here's my phone again. I mean, sometimes individuals do things. That just was not even necessary. Didn't even have to do that. And talked about not only with foolishness, we've heard terms to foolish women, foolish men, foolish love. Now, when we start talking about foolish love, it is a feeling of foolish or very strong love or admiration one or something. So what about the foolish love for Christ Jesus? What about the foolish love? for just acting and behaving in a way that is actually appropriate. So we're going to be discussing of that nature because I want to know what are some of the things that you may have done that was just downright that you really didn't have no business doing, and it took someone to pull you by your coat to let you know you need to stop that because some people foolishness really needs to stop. Now, I'm going to go into something, and see Joanne texting me, but I need somebody to call in, so I won't be talking to myself. I got some information, and it's coming from jimfeeney.org, and it talks about don't be a 12 ways to stop being foolish. Now, those are words that you want to hear a person or God say to you when they say, you fool. Now, my mama used to call me that too. You fool. And I was like, why not? He does not say that about the conduct that many, sad to say, granted. Now, in Proverbs, and I was bringing up a lot of um, information, it talks about his own folly ruins his life, yet his heart rages against the Lord. Now, this is a classic maneuver to blame shift. The tendency to blame others for our own folly began way in the Garden of Eden. And a lot of individuals don't even realize that. Because what we do is we blame individuals that feel foolish because what happens is individuals don't want to take personal accountability for the wrong attributes or their bad conduct. Now, yesterday I was sitting here watching the news. I'm sitting here watching the news regarding this trial. Now, I know that man, when he did what he did, is now probably thinking, like, Ooh, I probably shouldn't have done that. If he is, fine. If he's not, who knows? But by that same token, it was wrong. Or it could be considered foolish. What you doing when people are looking at you? Now, we start talking about that, and even if false reports about a person can severely damage his or her life, God forbid that only something should be proceeded from our mouths. Now, when we talk about Proverbs and they talk about in Proverbs 12 to 15, the way of the fool 
things right to him. But a wise man to advice. That right there is powerful because it goes into, well, Jeanette, what is the difference? The fool says, I can take care of myself or I don't need nobody's help. And people always say things of that nature, but yet it's really foolish of them because they kind of want the help of another person and it's their attitude. And a lot of times individuals are afraid that they're going to get and when it talks about when the food says, I can take care of myself, I can figure it out on my own, or I don't need others to do, by contrast, the attitude of the wise man is I'm always open to the advice of those older, wiser, and more experienced. So sometimes we need to just listen and not get caught up in foolish activities. It also to don't be a self-centered food by ignoring wise input from others. You know, if you see somebody and they tell me, Jeanette, don't go over there. Jeanette is, is snake there. I'm not taking my butt over there because I'm not going to be foolish and walk around like I'm Crocodile Dundee or somebody around thinking that I can go out there in the woods or somewhere with a bunch of snakes. No, I'm scared of snakes. That would be foolish. But you got some individuals that can be so self-centered that they will ignore what another person has to say. And the old saying, this one is classic, never with a fool. How many times have you heard that? Never argue with a fool. Because if the ways, if they believe what they're saying, and they're not going to listen to someone, or, any, or not even you, why would you argue with them? Even as a therapist, I tell and I will not sit there and get into a debate with individuals if they are wrong or even if what they said don't make sense. It makes sense to them. The other day, Lady T, she made a comment about it. If she heard something about two plus two is five, she's going to be like, okay. And all I can do is laugh because that kind of goes into the never argue with a fool because you can just go be wasting your Proverbs twelve sixteen also says, a fool shows his annoyance, annoyance at once, but a prudent man overlooks it. That is powerful because sometimes, and I'll point my little crooked finger, sometimes individuals, when they act in foolish, somebody then said something, did something, pissed them off, and they just lost it. And it's like, Really? You gonna get in trouble over that? Really? It's not worth it. But a wise person will look at things from a different perspective and not be quick to jump into jump into conclusions or to they will over insult. Or they'll take it as a compliment and just be like, Thank you. You know, sometimes they don't know no better. The wise age old saying that says, When you're upset, count to ten. The fool really does this. Instead, the message translation is fools have short fuses and it too quickly. Now, a prudent man, by contrast, overlooks insults or offenses. Proverbs 19.11 says, it is to be one's glory to overlook an offense. So many broken relationships would 
never have in, have been broke if the parties involved had simply been willing to overlook an offense. But then sometimes it depends also what the offense, what did the person say. Now, stop being a fool if you try or if you find tolerating or even justifying the with the Irish temper or you just go off or you short fuse, left unchecked, it will devour you meaning it will get you in trouble. Also, Proverbs 13.20, he who walks with the wise grow wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm, meaning we used to say guilty by association. There's also a saying that if five friends and you're smarter than all five of your friends, you need some new friends because you're not learning anything. Meaning, bad company corrupts good character. And in 1 Corinthians 15, the company you keep will reflect you. There's a scene that if you know the character of a person, check out their friends. Sometimes it speaks for itself. Now, when I was younger, I that don't make sense, and just because they doing da 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 don't mean that I'm doing it. But there's a saying, guilty by association. If you are affiliated and associating, you may be doing it too, because most people go think you're part of it. Now, when we're talking about this, that the company you keep will affect you, it means that they didn't make that a personal commitment to serve Jesus Christ, but until the mid-20s, prior to that time, the that individuals chose to keep definitely included some openly bad characters. Those companions definitely influenced individuals to do bad habits, meaning when people start drinking, smoking, all of that. Okay, Lady T's on the line, so let me log her in so we can have some fun. Good morning, Lady T. How you doing? Good morning. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm talking good. about myself. And I didn't yeah. even realize that I didn't. You know what? I knew you was out of town. and You be safe. So I knew you was out of town. And I was like, oh, my God, let me make sure she and let me see if she's able to even be on the show. So I appreciate you. I really appreciate you because <laughs> I enjoy bouncing this topic, topics off on other people. Now, when your foolishness has to stop, and that's so much like you, and I didn't even know, I didn't realize April Fool's Day is right around the corner. What you got to say about this topic, <laughs> Oh, Your foolishness has to stop. <laughs> you just feel that. Yes. It just got to stop. Just, just halt it. Just back your break. You know, oh, Joanne just said another one. Birds of a feather flock together. That's another one. That's another old saying in regards to the company that you keep. So how do you, well, we can get to how do you stop it, but when we talk about in Christ and what the Bible says about foolishness, and even looking at in the world and things that many individuals are doing, some people are just out of control. They just do, and they can just do whatever they want to do. And some of this is just pure D foolishness. What is your take on that? Well, I, 
we understand. We know the Bible says. <laughs> we know the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He a fool. <laughs> and, <laughs> so you got me a mm-hmm. You double-minded. You a fool, and everything you do is foolish, and you mm-hmm. you it just don't make no sense. And you shouldn't engage with a fool unless you foolish yourself. And um, because <laughs> I, I remember my I remember my brother saying, I remember my brother pastor said, I remember he said, sometimes you have to be the fool in order to fool the fool. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what? I didn't get it at the time, but I was like, oh, okay. So you pretend like the fool is fooling you. And you act foolish, like, oh, yeah, think you're going along with them, and all along, they just being a fool on their own. You just allow them to be. Wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be the fool, fool the fool. That just seems like that's just so much energy to me. I, do people really have time? Well, it's more just like going along? I heard of going along to yeah. get along. But be the fool, yeah. the fool the fool? It's more like you got to act like the fool in order to fool the fool. So more, it's more or less saying, okay, say you know somebody is foolish, you know they lying, you know they full of garbage, and they mm. just spewing that, they just spewing all that garbage and foolishness out of their mouth, and you just like, oh, okay, you know, you pretending like you're going along with, it, and you don't believe a word that's coming out their mouth, and you, but you, you don't have time. To, to argue and fuss with a fool so they thinking you foolish for believing them but all the time you don't believe nothing they saying so you just to, be, to them they think you foolish but you pretending to be the fool because you not and they feel the fool on their own they feel oh they came in look they came in as the fool they stayed the fool and they still are the fool <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness and you is another thing that I'm looking at in Proverbs 15:5. It says, "A fool spurns his father's discipline, but whoever heeds correction shows prudence." Now, fools resist yeah. proper discipline because you can't tell. Fool. I guess that's why my grandmother used to call me a fool, a foolish. Stop all that foolishness. Uh, stop because I was all something. So I guess they felt that I wasn't heeding, heeding proper discipline at the time because I just wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. Until I realized that uh, this right here ain't working. <laughs> I can't get in trouble. <laughs> it is so not working. What? And we also see that a lot with raising children, and especially mm-hmm. um, defiant children. Now, we don't want to allow our children to be defiant. And we also want to teach our what? children that are living at home. But we got to make sure, I always say, is the person teachable and coachable? Remember your husband used to say, you slow, but you were waiting for work. Or some of the things that he used to say in church, but by that same token, we still have to, and it talks about the principles of the scripture, and don't become a fool by ignoring proper discipline, correction, and instruction. And in decades, mm-hmm. we start talking about pastoral teaching, a lot of times, even in the church, we got some fools in the church, so let's talk about that a little bit. 
Well, well, what type of food are you talking about? Because it's all kinds of food. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And, you know what? And I have been... Mm-hmm. You can be foolish acting, but you can just act like you just a plain fool, you know, mm-hmm. like in what you do, what you say, how you are, how you act. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a fool day in and day out, you know. Um, it's just who you are. Like my mom once said to my little brother, and Joanne, no, we was cracking up. She told him, you know, he came out. Um, but first, she said, you was an a-hole then, and you were a-hole still today. Oh, God. We laughed so hard. <laughs> well, she said, you came out a first, you're still an a-hole today. That's what she said. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. Oh it's my like, God. so people, you you was a fool when I met you, and you're still a fool right now. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So it's like, that's that's a broad statement, being foolish, because some people are foolish with their money. Some people are foolish, you know, how they handle things. Um, Some people are foolish when they, when they talk, they just don't make no sense what, you Mm -hmm. know, you just, you just sound like a fool. And some people are foolish for disobeying God, going against God. You, you know, you teaching or you preaching or you got Mm -hmm. all these titles and, and you know you're you foolish because you're not living what you're preaching or what you're teaching or what you're saying. So you're a fool because you're going against yeah. God. Now, you're not representing him. You know, you're. it's like you're mocking him. And um, mm-hmm. it says we should mock God. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's foolish in itself. To not fear him is foolish. Correct. Correct. And that is true. That is so, so. Now, I'm looking at something, and it's coming from the BibleReference.com, and it talks about in 1 Corinthians 1.18, and they have parallel verses. And in 1 Corinthians 1.18, for the message of the cross is food to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved is the power of God. What do you think about that, that verse? Say it again. It's in 1 Corinthians 1.18. For the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is for God. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, what I was going to say, they break it down to all of the different types of things that are in the, in the Bible and the different types mm-hmm. of the Bible. But they talk about the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing, meaning we talk about biblical things, and when we say things, people think, oh, well, they just acting a fool, are they holy roller, are they doing all of this? But we know what it means because to us it's the power of God, where other individuals mm-hmm. still go out there thinking that they can take care of things, they got things under control, I can handle it. No, you can't. This is so out of your, out of your control. And part of that right. is foolish. It is foolish, too. Yes, it is. So yes, when it we, is. even when we start talking about individuals in the church, and like you said, about being foolish with your money, let us talk about that a little bit because we got a lot of individuals that just got their stimulus checks. Girl, the malls and stuff is just it's crazy. It, it is so crazy. Right. And I, I right. got to I, I myself, I went to Target, and I went on a shopping spree like I'm just going to or something, and I'm only going to Glen Ivy. Girl, I bought so many bathing suits, it was ridiculous. 
Hey, this is like, I'm going to be at the beach every day for a week. Like, yeah, like, really? And you know how I am with water. So, <laughs> now, right. I want to I say this, and when we start talking about with money, but I do want to say this. And I found this information, and it says that the Bible has a lot to say foolishness and wisdom. The term fool is not used to insult, nor does it refer to a IQ. Foolishness describes the state of mind and matter of character. Respect for God is in the beginning of wisdom. The opposite is true. A foolish person is someone who does not respect God. And that's why we start talking about even in a church, foolish with your money, you know, you got people shopping at the malls and having to pay their rent, you know. Don't even have food to eat. They, all the restaurants and stuff is becoming packed again. It's like, are you being a good steward, or are you just really being foolish with your finances? Right. That is, I mean, everybody, everybody who know me know I love to shop. I love Mm -hmm. to be in the stores. I love buying. I love looking. I love buying things and and everything. I love to give, but I love to give, too, so I give as much as I buy away. But the thing is, I'm not going to be out there shopping and buying and ain't none of my bills paid. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure my house is taken care of first. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then if somebody say, you know, oh, Tammy, I need something, or so I, I see somebody's lacking or God put somebody on my heart, on, on, on my heart to bless. And um, I'm going to do that before I go spend the money on something I really don't need. I just like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's like me That's like me on my jack, and I've been waiting, and I've been patient. I'm going to buy my house in Menifee, and I'm mad because I should have bought it five years ago. And now right. I'm going on my seventh year, and I'm still sitting here, and I'm like, Jeanette, now the house is going to win up. And I'm like, I should have did this already. But I didn't want to be impulsive because I looked at foolishness as being impulsive. Now I'm sitting here like, I don't want to be paying no $300,000 mortgage by myself. So I'm just going to get remodeled and just chill for a minute until the house is changing, the the market changes. But a lot of times we we just become, we become wasteful or we start living out of our means. Yeah, we've all been in that place. We've all been wasteful. I've been wasteful. I've bought a ton of stuff I didn't need, and that's what I'm saying, and end up giving it away. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all been there, but there comes a point in life where, you know, you get wiser, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And and you grow up and you get more knowledgeable, and it's about um, saving now instead of spending. It's about, Mm -hmm. you know, putting your finances in order. It's about doing the right thing. And and not being, you know, so, you know, foolish with not being foolish no more with your finances. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna be right right. because you never know. Right. You and don't never own home. And you mm-hmm. own when we, you we own home. So you never know what'll break down because stuff will break down in a minute. So you need to have money mm-hmm. in order to fix that stuff. And if oh, you don't yeah. went out and spent thousands of dollars on this and that, 
and then you find yourself like, oh my God, now this dumb broke. So now that's my that's my thinking now. My thinking is now, okay, let me save. And I I, I was telling my sister, I said, now when I want to do something, what I do is I put a little money aside every mm-hmm. month. I put it for something I want to do or something I want to mm-hmm. buy. And my other money, you know, I pay my bills and I just keep it because something might happen. Because I'm thinking more mm-hmm. wiser now. Oh, I'm gonna need. I need a car, or you know, um, uh oh, my heater's out, so I gotta pay for mm-hmm. my heater. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. right now I'm good because it's summer coming. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm gonna have to get that fixed. So I have to think more along those lines now, because that's think like you know a homeowner. So I mm-hmm. can't think like a you know foolish like a renter because a renter, the apartment people are gonna fix everything, but as Correct. a buyer. I got to pay for everything. You right. know, I'm responsible. Well, you know, Tammy, so it's interesting that you said that because when you start talking about dealing with HAVOC, what's called HAV, HAVAC, or whatever it is, there's mm-hmm. different. I have um, insurance policies for things of heating, hot water heater, your appliances that I pay monthly. So there's I a max so that helps. And a lot of people don't know that. You know, because if you start talking about you need a roof and you got people coming in seven thousand to ten thousand dollars for a roof, it's like you don't have that in your your in your um right in your piggy bank. Right. We do need to be more mindful when it comes to our spending and stop being foolish with our finances. But I'm gonna tell you another right. thing too, Tony, is many individuals were foolish when it comes to relationships. We look oh, yeah. and just be just, we done lost our mind. You know, people in the church stop going to church because they got a new boo or they so busy trying to impress the person that you've been up with that person all night. You're not going to work. You're not taking care of your kids. So we need to stop being foolish even in that area. In the church, we right, to be right, in relation. Right, because, and it's not just that. People are leaving church because the boo they met in church done met a new boo in church, and they booed up in church in front of their old boo. You know? <laughs> so it's like, hey. So, oh, my God. That's, you know, you, you must give me the boos in the church. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, 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 the pulpit sleeping with the pew. So, hey. You know what? That might I get mean, us come on. if we start talking about that. <laughs> And oh and now you're God. being foolish. You're being foolish, and it's all over now. Getting around, and now it's a whole. Now the whole this just garbage going on in in the whole um, church body, and it's going on so, in so many places. But people are getting killed over this. Being foolish. Mm-hmm. You're foolish to sleep with the married man, but now the per now you're getting shot over it. You know what I mean? It's not worth it because you don't know where people's minds are. People are unstable, oh, and they will do foolish things. Because at the time, they're not thinking, oh, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to go to jail. So they being foolish. They're doing stupid stuff. Oh, you promised me. You said you're going to be with me. Uh, No, I never said that. But, okay, if I did, I didn't mean it. I, you know, I'm staying Ooh. with my wife or I'm staying with my husband. And now you're getting shot and you're getting your spouse killed or you're getting yourself killed by somebody who was a jilted uh, lover in church. And it's foolishness. That is true. Because, you know, what is dangerous to play with people and their emotions. So that is so, right. so true, Tammy. And that's kind of stuff that's happening and have been happening for years. Even with me right. being a therapist, I've seen situations where, you know, the watermelon making the past all these pies and cakes and everything. I'm like, what the hell going right. on? 
You know what you pay to the pastor. The right. pastor ain't paying no bills yeah. over here. And where this person has an infatuation with somebody just being straight out foolish, and then her husband get upset, and he starts trying to peep out what the hell's going on around here. So right. oh, oh. that is true. That is so true. Right. Ooh, wait. So we just got to be mindful and careful of things. Mm-hmm. That is true. Now, I'm looking at something, and it talks about don't be a five things to avoid if you want to be wise. And it kind of reminds me of how your dad would always say wisdom. And even your husband would say, use wisdom. I want to go shopping. Use wisdom. You know, exercise your wisdom. We all know. Uh, I, I think I need to tell him that. <laughs> well, you under a spell, you you know he he been under that spell right. for a long time. I don't know what the heck going right. on with that. Thought he would have came through and had a breakthrough and been delivered by now. Good lord! Mm-hmm. So, but it's wow. a lot of things that's yeah, it's a lot of things just going on in the world. Period. So that's we true. just have to be mindful and we have to learn how to be wise instead of foolish during these times because it's just so much going on everywhere. That's true. It's it's like wickedness. It's just like people have literally lost mm-hmm. their mind. You know, like I said, you right. got people walking away from their families. You got husbands, wives, and their children. You got, you know, wives leaving their husbands. It's right. a mess. Right. It is a straight mm-hmm. mess. So sometimes right. you got to pray for people. Just But like I said, when it gets to the point to where it's like this has been going on for too long now, I, I just... Sometimes I just can't. I, I, I just can't. Uh, so I, I, I commend you. I can't. I I'm talking about the Proverbs, and they talk about food, and it did not, some people didn't realize how much they exercised this, but they found it helpful and thought that they would share it. And these are some of the things that they found. And one of the pictures that they put on here is your food. And it talks about, okay, Lady T, I see. It says, don't be a fool. Mm-hmm. Avoid if you want to be wise. Take advice or corrections from no one. We get this first right out of the gate in Proverbs 1-7. And it talks about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise mm-hmm. wisdom and destruction. So they don't That's want right. nobody to know what to do, and then they get afraid or they get mad when people look at their mess. And this right. in regards how you can avoid foolishness. If you right. won't listen to wisdom, and Proverbs one twenty two says something similar, how long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity, and the scorners delight in the scorning, and fools hate knowledge? So they yes, they, they know everything. They it's like everything. you can't. Right. <laughs> it's like that song was like, can't nobody <laughs> up there. <laughs> right, so right. individuals recognize? That there are many situations in life that they don't know how to handle. God's word is our first resource. And beyond that, look for wise advice from people. And hopefully, either your pastor or someone in church. You know, that's why, even as a, a teenager, Tammy, I always mm-hmm. enjoy hanging around older people. I always enjoy right. hanging around individuals that have been through some things. Judge them because I wanted to learn. I wanted to listen. Now I may have been a little yeah. hard here. Some things Jeanette just didn't do. So I, I thank yeah. God for that because it's only foolish to think that you got it all under control and don't want to glean wisdom from anyone else. 
Ben, my mother used to say, right. Ben, take my T-shirt. Or she would say, keep living. Just keep living. Mm-hmm. Another thing, you want, you want to about taking advice or corrections from no one is one of the things sure. that happens. Yeah, that's, well, that is foolish. I mean, it's good to be corrected because then you'll know, you know, the mistakes. Sometimes we don't realize what we're doing or what we're saying or if it offends someone or hurts someone. And when someone or if we do something wrong, take the correction. If someone's been there, done that, and they know what they're doing, take the correction. It's okay to to be corrected. It's okay to take the criticism. And if you don't, you are fooled because, you know, it's a lot of fools about, please, they don't know this. They don't, I, I do what I want to do. Don't can't nobody tell me nothing. And that's foolish because, you know, most people like that, and I'm going to say this and then I'm going to have to go, but it was nice being on the show. I'm going to say that. But I, um, you notice people that are hard-headed, don't want to hear nothing nobody say, foolish, and just a, just a plain, outright fool. They don't. They don't. They sitting on the side of the road holding up a sign. <laughs> that is true. You know, my mother. They wouldn't take. Look, they wouldn't take your advice, but yeah, yeah they wouldn't take your advice. Uh, but they when you said that, I remember one time I saw a guy uh, in Vista with a sign, and I really wanted to know this man because this man had a sign that I had never seen. His sign said. She had a better attorney than I did. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They they won't they'll sit there. They won't take they won't take your advice, but they holding up a sign. They'll take your food. Uh huh. And what's you know? Sometimes you can pull over. Right. I had a, a coworker. She said she pulled over. It was a woman on the side of the road, and she pulled over and had some um some Carl Jr. And the woman said, "Oh, I don't eat that. I eat healthy." My staff said she's so embarrassed. Like, this woman didn't even want my call, too. <laughs> he like, wait a minute. You don't stand on the side of the I'm side, and it's all I got. Uh, and you're going to tell me you don't want my call, Junior? So okay. another thing, like I said, and, and it doesn't mean just listen. You know, I used to always say, if it don't apply, let it fly. I want therapy. I don't want to know everything. I, tell people, I know what I need to know when I need to know it. I don't need to know it. I don't want it. But by that same token, a lot of times individuals, what they say, when you throw a rock at a pack of wolves, the one that hollers is the one you hit. So sometimes when individuals are being corrected, they feel like they're being talked down or they feel like they're being berated, and that's not always the case. Because my mother used to right. say, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't say nothing. You know, I'll let you walk around here with your toys coming out your pants, all your clothes on backwards. <laughs> because uh-huh. I love you is why I'm trying to tell you something. So another thing, so we need to get better or become better when it comes to taking advice or corrections. And don't make you do it immediately, but just hear them out and process it. Another thing is about of stop being foolish or not being a fool is talk a lot about any everything. We have some individuals that just be out there just running their mouth and don't have no substance whatsoever. So, chunk of the wise, use this knowledge all right. But some of the fools pour out foolishness, and that's in Proverbs 15 too. Now, the author who wrote this said that 
use the term pure, the food's mouth doesn't just trickle out foolishness. It comes good meaning. And we know from Proverbs 18.7, that's not words we're talking about. But the mouth is his destruction and his snares of his soul. My sister from another mother used to tell me, Jeanette, you got two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. Be careful what comes out of your mouth. So we all know that our tongue can get us in a world of trouble. And sometimes we can be wise by just keeping our clothes. You know, my grandson got in trouble one day because the teacher said, zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket. That little old saying in preschool, my son said, well, you the one talking. Talking, so you need to zip it, lock it, and put it in your pocket. I'm like, oh, no, he didn't say that. So a fool will utter it, his own, all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it till afterwards. My grandmother used to say, never let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. And I didn't know what she meant by that. Or she would say, Jeanette, you know you talk too much. Jeanette, you tell too much. Jeanette, you always. So I had to just now just get that smile. I don't say a word. I just smile or I just laugh. And people be like, why did you laugh? You just don't know. Because not everything, and it says, say everything you know before they speak. A wise person will ask themselves those famous questions. Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? And if it ain't, leave it alone. Another one it talks about is enjoy your pet sin. A fool wants to hang on to his sins, meaning you know you're wrong. You know you're busy doing it, but you keep doing it. They say, what's the definition of insanity? Do thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Now, the desire accomplished is sweet, but it is. Abomination to food to depart from evil. And Proverbs thirteen nineteen, a foolish man hates to walk away from evil. It's like they get a little rush that that drive that we call them risk takers. Because I'm like some things I just don't do. Some things I'm like Mm-mm, that don't even sound fun to me. But he's not willing to deny himself in order to overcome his sins. Proverbs 123 goes even further when it says, it it is to a fool to do mischief. So be it mischievous, meaning you know you ain't got no business that. Now, his sins without regrets or remorse even find pleasure in it. If we want to be wise, how tender are we have to know how to tender our hearts? Not only tender our hearts, we also have to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal sin in our hearts. Meaning, show me what I'm doing wrong. Let me know. Help me find another way, or deliver me things. And we can ask for forgiveness, and we can seek God's strength to overcome it. So that's another thing. Is a lot of times. Most individuals don't want to trust God. Now, the fourth one that they talk about in regards to avoiding being a fool, have a short fuse. We have some individuals, I call them what's called, they got the TNT, meaning, in other words, they get angry real quick. And when they get angry, 
or they call it hangry, which was my term, they will go off for no reason. And they'd be like, why are you acting like that? It is so not that serious. So he that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. And that's in verse 14, 17. Haven't we all fallen into this trap? We lose our temper. And then we say or we do something really stupid. And I don't like using the word stupid, and I don't like using the word dumb. But sometimes we will act so foolishly, we will wind up behind bars or we got a bail. Like I said, my friend would say, Janet, you know we ain't got no bail money. And I would be like, okay, I can't go out there and be doing all that. Now, it can be with a coworker, our spouse, and even our children. <laughs> Sometimes they can take us there. And then Proverbs twelve sixteen addresses this too. Whose wrath is persistently known, but a prudent man covenant shall. If everybody around you knows when you're angry, it might be time to work on some self control. Call me for some anger management classes because um, that's some poor impulse control that's showing your insecurity. That's basically um, not being able to regulate your emotions. So there's a lot of things going on when you have a short fuse like that. And sometimes when we start, um, you hear it or you was I supposed to do or I got upset about this. And like I said, I know I was one that was like, oof, I'll go from zero to zero. But sometimes I go off and wouldn't even have to be mad. Now, we need the Holy Spirit to us have self-control, which most of us think or would agree on. Now, the thing we start talking about with being a fool is be proud. Pride. Some individuals just got way too much. That's not good. Now, this goes along with number one. If you refuse to accept instruction from others, you qualify as proud. You know, songs ain't too proud to beg or you know, we got songs that talk about how we should be, but look what it says in Proverbs fourteen sixteen: A wise man feareth and defeats evil, but the fool's rages is self, I mean, is confident. Wise individuals discern that there's trouble ahead and avoid it at all costs. Who thinks, I got this. He's arrogant. He's self-confident. His wealth is the best. And Proverbs twelve fifteen. My grandson is notorious. I can, I can do it by myself and then mess around and mess it up. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. He will convince you why what they did made sense. Now, with that even being said, and we start talking about that um, in his own eyes, but he hearkens until counsel is wise. Now, when we start reading a lot of this stuff, and I want you guys just to realize that when you know better, you do better. And we do say time is short, life is short. Yes, it is. But we got we to gotta get it right. We've got to be get it right and stop your foolishness. It just got it just got to stop. Now I want to share in the last few minutes that we have on the air. And again, if you want to call in because 
seven minutes. Give me a call. 516-387-19. Now, Lady T spoke on some things, but I have some information. It talks about 20 ways to deal with a foolish person. Now, when I was younger, I had a little bit more patience than I do now. Now, I'm going to avoid all of that. I don't have time for that. I really don't. It's too much energy. Even as a therapist, I understand there are some people that want your help, but some people that don't. If I'm picking up on all that food and they're not willing to set it aside to seek wise counsel or to learn some things that may, may be able to assist with their situation, it don't hurt my feelings. I'm like, you know what? This is not working. We are not a good match. You can call 211, 411, whatever you got to it's too much. It is way too much. Now, with this article, and it's written, and it talks about Bill Edith, and he talks about the graceful truth. And it talks about 20 ways to deal with the foolish person. Now, one of the things they talk about is God is wisdom and the source for all wisdom in this earth. Take it to the Lord. The fool said in his heart, there is no God. David said, we when we reject him, we reject the process of receiving the wisdom we need. We become foolish. And vainly thinking that our humanistic thinking is sufficient for life, we need a little bit more than that. You sitting up here, I was talking about my health, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. I'm not going to be foolish because to the point to where Jeanette got to go to the doctor again, and Jeanette got, now I'm going to get my blood work done, I'm going to get all this stuff done. But when it, I got to listen to wise counsel. But by that same token, I got to use this and balance it out so that I'm not at the beck and the call and the mercy, because I know that sometimes the doctor keep you sick, so that keeps them a job too, so I get that. So when we start talking we become foolish when we reject the process of receiving the that we need, and we think that we can do it on our own, and fools will hurt. They ruin relationships. They cloud decision-making and lead us astray. And we talked about that a little bit in the church, how individuals connect with individuals and Everything is good, and then walked off with a food. It's like, really? <laughs> so, if you are a man or woman who is seeking wisdom, you will find that dealing with, you won't find it dealing with a foolish person because it can be a great burden, a great burden. Now, when we start talking about this, and I want to give you some of the 20 within the time that we have left, and I'm still giving myself a foot massage, instruction. So when you're talking about not only identifying and how to deal with that person, like I said, well, if a person don't want my help, I leave them alone. So it goes into, like I said, they will not accept instructions. In Proverbs 1, 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of fools despise wisdom and instruction. So they get away. You don't want my help. I'm done. The next one, they will not honor others. Proverbs. 335, the wise will inherit honor, fools display dishonor. Number three, they will quickly gossip and hinder others. 
Now, Proverbs 10, 18, he who conceals hate, hate has lying lips, and he who spreads slander is a fool. Listen to what they say. They're talking to gossiping to you about other people. They're going to gossip about you to somebody else. We need to avoid that. Another one, they do not have real spiritual understanding. Proverbs 10.21 says, the lips of the righteous feed me, but fools die for lack of understanding. Now, that right there is powerful. Now, we start talking about the understanding is the fountain of life to one who has, but the discipline of fools is folly. And when you're looking at Proverbs, it talks a lot about fools, foolishness, and folly. It's all kind of intertwined. Number five, they always think they're not listen nor accept humbly the counsel of others. Quick to temper or anger, which we said, they will always ultimately display their foolishness. It cannot be hidden for long. They can't hide it for long. It's going to come out because what's in you out. And if you associate with them, it will lead to harm. Proverbs 13.20 says, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. I even pick my friends wisely. With other therapists, if they don't know or they go, I've always been a leader. I've never been a follower, and I'm too old to do it now. Number nine, they are deceitful often not even real deception. They're full of self-deception. And they're arrogant, particularly about walking into evil. They are quick to tell everyone what they, but it's folly. They have a opinion on everything that they believe is right. Sometimes you can just listen to reject discipline. Now, when we start talking about not only do they love moral, not only do they create strife, it's useless to try to reason. Do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise wisdom of your words. That's in Proverbs 23, 9. Do not answer a fool according to his folly. You will also be just like that person. And answer a fool as his folly, and he will not be wise in his own eyes. Now, a lot of times, we kick nobody to the curves, so to say. We don't want to make it seem like we abandoned someone. But again, sometimes we have to learn how to walk away from foolishness. It's okay. It's okay, people out of your life. It's okay to step aside or even if you know you're foolish, go listen to somebody. Go get some help, whether it's counseling, whether you're going to a licensed therapist, a licensed clinical social worker, a psychologist. It's okay to be foolish. So I used to call it kind of being childish. But as a it's not okay to stay foolish. So let's do something about that. So thank you for joining me here at Precious Protection Blog Talk Radio. Don't know what we're going to be talking about next week because next week is my birthday week. So I'm not. 
feeling some kind of way once I put on my bathing suits and all of that stuff, but it's going to be okay because I'm going to ride it to the wheels fall off, and I am going to enjoy every minute of it, and I'm not going to be foolish. I will seek wisdom. So pray for me. Pray for you. Thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. On Tuesday is where we do the show from the pulpit to the couch. Again, thank you. Appreciate you. Have a blessed, productive day. Bye-bye.